Welcome back to our Jesus Walks pod. My name is Martin Alexanderson, and uh, from Riga joining is... Yeah, Martis, greetings from me. Uh, good to see you, Martin, and uh, hi to Ant Jakob, uh, wherever he is at this moment. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> we don't really know, but uh, <laughs> you are joining us today on this podcast, and we're going to focus on leadership. And uh, in this episode, we're going to end the series of, of six episodes about different uh, ways of sharing Christ. So we, we're doing it uh, through our words and, and through our acts and now through inviting God's spirit and and seeing the signs and wonders and and now we're gonna today talk about how you as a leader could create that culture how you could uh, uh, equip and and um, yeah, inspire the people that you're leading into uh, into living out uh, the gospel through uh, inviting people God's power into situations and uh, just to remind you, when we said leaders, it could be definitely pastors in in a local church, but it, it also could be like a, a small group leader, or maybe just uh, you're leading uh, a few um, a few people or people uh, new Christians. So this this could be applicable if you're 15 or if you're 50, and if you're leading hundreds or or just a, a few people. So uh, we we are thinking of of all that kind of leadership. So, Marxists, what do you say about this? How how do we as leaders create this culture where inviting God's power is 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 a norm? Yeah, uh, I think uh, can suggest everyone uh, take a listen also to the previous uh, episode. I think yeah, it kind of connects very well, and I think one of the foundational things definitely for every every leader uh, engaging this. It always, of course, starts with your own life. It starts with my life. Uh, mm -hmm. So naturally, if I see uh, a value and a biblical command and direction in this, uh, and I see that it's it's a pattern that's seen in the life of Jesus, in his ministry, in the way how he uh, yeah, discipled his team, and then later we can see that also uh, in the first church, in the in the leaders there, uh, in, in different churches, they... they um, yeah, just they show this aspect as well uh, as as a uh, as a value, praying for this uh, as a reality when bringing the gospel to to new environments. That it it will be part of the. It's not the whole picture, but it's definitely a, 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 an important uh, part in the picture uh, as gospel is being preached, as Jesus is being shared with uh, yeah different uh, groups of people. So so it it definitely starts with your own life, uh, and I think it's just key to. To really see both the biblical uh, basis for that uh, and I shared briefly in the last pod for m myself it re like Acts 4 really spoke to my heart when I saw this uh, prayer of the first church not only the 12 mm -hmm. there were much more than that in, in that prayer room but th that actually they they prayed uh, uh, in their fears they prayed that uh, as they they want to boldly preach Jesus but that God would come and intervene uh, and stretch his hand as it says in those words uh, to, to bring healing and also signs and wonders would would uh, accompany as they as they share about jesus uh, mm. as these un, un uh, taught uh, simple people uh, yeah as they bring this message to the whole roman empire that that he would just stretch his hand and i think uh, that it starts with this prayer and it starts with seeing this as a needed uh, uh, value uh, as part of your church life as part of your life in, in church culture and i think 
that being the foundation, then God can really move, uh, you know, as, as through the scriptures and through the experience itself. Mm. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, that's, that's uh, really good and important. And, and um, I think the w- one key thing here is that when, you, when you're living out yourself is that we, we start um, practicing and, and start doing things in the, in the small scale and in the safe environment. So, for example, praying for healing. We, ha- we have had a series on healing that's, that's uh, um, yeah, could be helpful in this. But for exa- the, the short version is that we, we can't really uh, think that our, our, the people that we lead are going to he- pray for healing with a non-Christian on a cafe if they've never prayed for healing in, in a safe environment in, in our Christian small group. So we must start there and, and, and practicing. Mm-hmm. Um, and and um, one thing here is is that we are we're not stewards of the signs and wonders. We are stewards about inviting God's power, God, inviting God into the situation. And and so it's our role is to invite God, and God's role is to to answer that prayer. We so we are not saying, yeah, now now we're gonna heal you, or now now you're gonna receive healing. We, we are saying now we're going to pray for God that he, he's going to heal you. So I think also there that we, the, our, our, um, our role is to invite God and, and to do it by the, the, the motive of the, the love and the compassion for the, for the person. So always, no matter what, what kind of situation, it's, it's uh, the, the, yeah, that we have compassion in, in the situation that the person is is sin and that's why we invite god's power we're not inviting god's power because i'm gonna have a cool story afterwards or yeah then i'm a good christian because i prayed for healing or yeah we have a lot of other bad motives so we 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 as leaders must be really clear that we are doing this because we are stewards of god's love and then we are steward uh, the ability to invite god's power into uh, into a situation and then god eventually will do something about it yeah, this is so good. And I think often uh, leaders sometimes, I think, almost seem to want to choose one uh, spectrum or the other. It's uh, it's almost like, you know, are you create more like culture of love and compassion, you know, or, or it's more like orientated towards seeking the, the power of God. And, and that's maybe, uh, you know, one is emphasized more or the other. But uh, it really seems, as, as I mentioned, uh, this John Wimber's expression that, uh, that like gifts of God in, in, to- in talking about the gifts of the Holy Spirit that he gives that it's actually that it's God's love wrapped in power uh, you know that mm. God God uh, gives these gifts in order to show his love uh, that it's mm. manifested and expressed in tangible understandable and perceivable ways for people where they are in their specific uh, case of need and mm. uh, and I think when it comes to leaders it's uh, yeah part of the journey i guess in this is uh, one thing is to start doing in a safe environment yourself but as you start to want to lead your you know uh, your group or maybe some uh, people that are more open about it in the prayer group or or, or prayer night or maybe in some expression in the uh, communal gatherings uh, that that part of the journey will be as well to to talk about it uh, to sort of so to say shepherd the the what's going to happen how we are doing it emphasizing how we do it and why we do it and and i mm. think that's i find it to be always helpful to to have a short short mini uh, possibility to teach about the foundations again and again so it really sinks for people that 
it's not just we, uh, why we pray for healing, you know, how God's heart and his love is expressed uh, when, he, mm. when he, he comes to meet those needs as well, when it comes to the physical. Uh, but again, not only. And I think uh, as leaders, it's important to acknowledge that it's not only practicing, but it's shaping the culture in a way that you explain, you know, what's, mm. ha- what's going to happen. Why are we doing it? There's the biblical precedent. Then how we are doing or why we are doing, that's the motivation. And, you know, mm. you talked about it uh, brilliantly last episode about this compassionate heart, uh, the most uh, mentioned uh, uh, motivation for Jesus in his ministry, right? That he had compassion mm. on them. And I think when we align these things, people really have biblical understanding. They they start to see the, the, the uh, yeah, the heart behind it. And, and so to say, uh, how we do it and why we do it and then the the last resort you know like actually doing it you know i think it's already grounded in a healthy way uh it's it's wrapped up uh in a in a, a healthy buffer so to say mm-hmm. and and i think uh then then definitely it's much more uh it's less place for i would say error or or abuse uh when when you try to go this uh, this way and i found it to be helpful in the local community here just uh and again again try to to uh yeah explain these things and i think uh yeah we have to do that job not only practice but explain uh and and i think uh it's helpful yeah definitely uh from another on other angle i think the risk is something that you need to think about as a leader in this topic because when we are talking about uh, actions and and sharing uh, your faith by your actions when when we had that episode we we were it was really challenging because when we look at jesus actions they are really challenging uh, but all actions it's no risk with them helping a person is is almost risk free uh, no one will be mad at you or blame you or whatever so on that level when we're using our hands uh, the risk is is almost zero when we are talking uh, the risk had to increase um but the the worst thing that could happen is that uh, like the the person won't uh, won't listen to us or won't be friends anymore or that kind of stuff that that our relationship is broken of course that could be devastating in a lot of cases but it's just between on a, on a on a relational level the problem is when we come to this inviting god's power that we also feel that we somewhere are responsible for god so if, for example, if we pray for healing or pray for a, a situation and nothing happens, it's not just us and the relationship that is damaged, but it's also God and the trust and the, the curiosity of God that, that could be damaged. And I think that kind of risk also hinders us a lot because we, we aren't in control at all anymore. When we are talking, we are in control, at least of what we are saying. Uh, when we're acting, we are a lot of in control of what we are, are act, doing. But and and um, yeah, the risk of of uh, the other person's response is very low. But here, you are in much more risk of of everything: the response, mm. the outcome, the person's view of you, the person's view of God. And I think that is also reason why this is. Um, more challenging for us than than the others for example uh, and a lot of us are are um, are um, yeah we are hesitating when it comes to these these matters i think we we need to understand and address the risk and also as you mentioned about the um when uh, when um, peter and john has been in in the, the yeah the jewish court and they coming back and and saying yeah 
uh, they're praying for more boldness because they are afraid. So they are, need to pray for more boldness. And, and, and knowing that those, the apostles and the first Christians, they, they weren't like super Christians. They were afraid and they need to, to pray for boldness. And, and for us as well, that uh, here, the, our, our fear and the risk taking is something that we need to be aware of. And, and not that it's going to prevent us from doing but we can't really neglect it either. We need to, to f- see it and affirm it and says, yeah, we are, this is a risk. We are scared. So how do we deal, deal with it? How do we, uh, how, how do we deal with it? So it's, it's not hindering us, but we are accepting it and, and, and still are, are, um, are, are doing and going in that way. So I think that's a, a key thing for us as well. Uh, I think it's it's really good what you're mentioning and I was thinking if uh, I would like to ask you a question if you can reflect a bit on it so uh, when we talk about this uh, it re- uh, it relates to us as leaders and often it's like where our comfort zone is and where it ends right and mm. and as you mentioned this uh, risk-free environment where we we don't pursue uh, the area where you know it's out of our control you know we can prepare a nice sermon uh, that's biblical and as I mentioned we can explain things but to actually start doing it that's where the risk starts so to say yeah. and and um, and uh, and my question is uh, when it comes to this topic you know we uh, there's different ways of course uh, how we would see the power of god intervene there's different needs and different aspects but if we just take a, for example like praying for physical healing yeah there is a situation and how would you uh, try to um, yeah uh, encourage or have you done it yourself or encourage other leaders to create this environment where um, where uh, you don't choose one or the other. So, for example, you, you encourage praying for it, right? You see, like, the, the need for it. You see the uh, James 5 that says to, to pray for the sick and, 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 mm. and to really just, just go for it because it's in it's scriptures, uh, it's at the heart of God. And, and, and uh, yeah, so, so you would try to ignite that culture of, like, just go for it, uh, take the risk, yeah, go for it. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, uh, you know, there being times when things start to happen, but there's moments when uh, the the miracle doesn't happen. Either mm. it's physical healing or sometimes it's, you know, you pray for a situation with a job or something and, and you mm. really pray in the church, in the small group, really kind of believes for it and, and feels I have faith for it, but things don't happen. Mm. So so my question is, as, as a leader, as a, yeah, as you create culture in, in the environment you are, how would you pastorally try to navigate uh, this and, and uh, yeah, help people to, to connect these two uh, in a healthy way uh, as a culture? Uh, yeah, maybe you can expand a bit on it. Yeah, um, but I think this is a, a real tricky one. Uh, I don't know if I have any uh, clear answer, but uh, to give some kind of pieces of the puzzle, I think one, one thing is that we, in at least in the Western church today, uh, easily think that christian faith is um it's like a system of 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 beliefs and behaviors and uh, that that quite easily could be boxed in Uh, so it is uh, um, yeah do this behave this and and it's um it's uh, quite close to mathematics that it yeah everything uh Okay, so if you have the wrong answer, then you have done something wrong in in the beginning of the for in math, for example. Then, um, so it's not a, it ne- it never becomes complex. So and and often with that we 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 could use a lot of um, 
we could always then use like Bible references to make this like a waterproof system. Uh, but the problem is that it's not a waterproof system because then it uh, it creates so much problem. For example, um, um, yeah, we, we had a, a child that died. Uh, now it's like six years ago or something. Um, a girl. And uh, yeah, of course we prayed. A lot of people prayed and she died. Um, what you could you could say, for example, um, yeah, for those who love God, everything turns out to the best. And that's a Bible verse. But either way, you you as we didn't have any kids back then. So either way, you could take that verse and say, okay, did we didn't we love God then? Because the best thing would have been that we got that girl, wasn't it? Or would we say, yeah, the best thing is that she died. If if everything turns out to the best, then it's that she's going to die. And then it's become really difficult to say, okay, God, you created her. You love her. You love us. Why, why does the, does she need to die in order to things going to be good in the end? Why did you create her in the first place then? Uh, or you could say, yeah, but in the end, everything's going to be fine. Like in, in heaven. Yeah, fine. But then if that's the... the that's how we're going to tackle that Bible verse uh, is everything then um, everything is yeah uh, yeah anything could happen uh, uh, and and it's going to be good in the end is that what he's saying and, I, and uh, I'm not saying that the Bible verse is wrong but I say that uh, a much more honest response I would say why did this this happen is the the most honest response is I don't know but um, um, I, I'm sure that God loved her. God loves us. And God is, is uh, uh, he cries with us. And, and, and uh, when she died, uh, I, I can't really see um, this kind of waterproof system. I think we, we need to have mm. this uh, more, of a, um, uh, more of an attitude that, yeah, we can't explain everything. And that's, uh, one of the risks in Western Christianity that we need to explain, and that's why we we also end up in in really bad theology. Mm. Uh, like, um, yeah, I, actually, I've been thinking about writing a book about all strange things Christians said during this uh, when this uh, girl before she died because she was like sick before. Uh, like people said, yeah, but that's probably good that. Uh, because your ministry is important, so uh, you can't really be home with a sick child. So this is, uh, uh, yeah, this this turns out good, because that's uh, and that's that's just a consequence. When you think you need to find find a waterproof theological system, you need to 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 get get any any kind of weird explanation why this is still good. Uh, and and I, I read a book of a Swedish author. He's a pastor, Pentecostal pastor. He got two kids uh, and both had an extremely rare brain um, sickness that both of them died before they were 20. And they were really sick and he had to quit his job and just be home uh, driving around his kids in wheelchairs. And he, he wrote in one of his books like this, uh, like people are trying to find 
meaning in in a lot of things and and trying to help me find meaning and he writes like something like this that some things in life are just you don't find any meaning in it and just get rid of it uh drop it it's not it's not meaning that my boys have uh brain damages and brain um uh, yeah uh, disease uh, mm. it's just meaningless it's not that god sent this for me to be more grateful or it's not that yeah i'm going to be a better pastor when they died no it's we we must have like think a theology when it's totally meaningless um and that's also that god is there when it's totally you don't see any meaning and that's probably are no meaning and god mm. is still there uh, and i think that's that's uh, how the first thing that we we must get out of a culture when it's we have this waterproof theological system and say that yeah it's a lot of things that we don't know but still we're going to continue um, turning our eyes to god still we're going to pray still we're going to worship and we have a lot of questions and still we're going to uh, yeah follow him yeah well uh that's thanks for sharing yeah i think it's such a such a needed reminder for for myself and for every leader listening you know in the back i have their uh, systematic theology book and you know there's good things about it i i like yeah. i like systems i like uh you know understanding of things and, and try to uh love god with my mind as well of course as much as i can but uh when it comes to these things uh it has become so clear to me that if as you mentioned you know if if i want to see god move i have to take the risk but as i'm mm. taking the risk you know I, I experience that there is no formula uh that it's it's this uh, it's the isaiah 55 reality that his thoughts is so much higher than mine uh, yeah. sometimes sometimes they align you know it's beautiful to see the moments when when i i have the heart for this and, and i believe it's god's heart and it happens and it's like hallelujah to that but I think it's so important to also share those moments when, you know, I pray for the person again and again and nothing happens. Meanwhile, mm. for someone in the street, it's like immediate healing. And and for me, it's I think it's so much needed to to have a proper theology of suffering, to have an understanding of, of uh, you know, uh, not living in illusion uh, as well. Yeah. Uh, when, when things don't change, uh, you have freedom to admit it. Uh, and I think mm. for many leaders, that's a challenge to actually say nothing happened, you know. Uh, my mm. worth in God's eyes hasn't changed. The love for you and me in God's eyes hasn't changed. I'm secure in my identity. Uh, the healing doesn't add or take away from who I am. And the same applies to you. And I think if if the more we can base uh, our value uh, in, in the security in God as a foundation, yeah. uh, either or, right? Either we see a breakthrough and hallelujah for those, you know, things being healed, cancers being changed. But, but how beautiful is as well to, to, to just have people secure in the foundation when you pray for the cancer and it doesn't go away and you mm. have to take the chemo, right? And, mm. and, and, and have those stories at, alongside. And I think that's the kingdom of God. It lies in the middle there that uh, you, uh, you, don't, you can't choose because <laughs> biblically we have to pray for those people and you will experience as you, as you will tackle in this area that there will be questions. There will be times where you don't have answers and there will be times mm -hmm. where it will, it will be almost tempting to just choose uh, one or the other, you know, uh, and, yeah. and some find some, find some, yeah, uh, other answer than I don't know, you know, uh, it's God, you know, we, mm -hmm. we can trust upon him. And I think uh, uh, the sad part is as leaders, when I think, um, and, um, I've seen it uh, on multiple occasions when 
I think due to uh, bad experience in this, you know, uh, having issues, uh, sometimes inner, sometimes physical, um, themselves, uh, you can be prayed over and, and things don't change. And then the question is, uh, where's your heart, you know, uh, and, and like, uh, and I think often theologies, I, I think, are created or, or at least put together somehow uh, due to like bad experience. And most mm. often people yeah. that maybe share, uh, they it starts with, I experienced this, you know, someone uh, pushed me when prayed or someone said there was healing when there wasn't uh, mm. and they didn't experience the love. And, and, you know, so their hearts start close and, and yeah. automatically the culture around them starts to change. And, and it's really sad to hear that those stories. And, and for me, I think it's just so important to, to speak about, uh, yeah, you don't have to, in order to uh, pray for signs and wonders and, and seek for God's power in your life, in, the, in your church, it doesn't, uh, it's not equal to ignoring the, the situations where things don't mm -hmm. change or it's uh, it's not to uh, live in, in, in denial of reality as well, you know, and I mm -hmm. think... Uh, that's my heart. Uh, that's our heart to to have this, uh, you know, whole 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 uh, wholeness in this area and this topic. Mm. And I think it's so liberating. It's so beautiful, yeah. uh, right? There can uh, people can uh, be together. And there is, of course, the uh, the sharpenings we experience, mm. but it's needed. And uh, and we are not allowed to uh, take any shortcuts. I believe in this. So, mm. um, and I also think you, you often often hear that. What people are attracted of is not the perfect, but it's the honest. Mm. Uh, so we are not so it's because it's so easy for us to to help the perfect. So yeah, you're probably healed, or yeah, uh, um, it yeah. So so we are like helping God on that it's better testimony than it really is. And I think we we are really uh, really in the wrong direction there. We we need to okay. Um, nothing happened but we are honest and we are const uh, cons uh, constant pursuing god uh, and doing it honestly uh, instead of being somewhere else that we aren't like we we have the thorn of paul for example he, he's not denying it and he that's that's part of his life um and i think we got just got reminded about daniel and his friends i i think uh, um one time they they come before the king and they they should uh, worship and bow down and wouldn't have wouldn't uh, they they weren't allowed to to pray to god and they their answer one of the times uh, is that yeah um yeah you can try to kill us and maybe god shows up and, and rescue us or maybe doesn't no matter what we know that he's god and we won't uh, worship you so they have the attitude yeah maybe he shows up and help us or maybe not and it doesn't matter we're going to worship him because he's the only one either way i think that's a, that's an extremely bold uh, attitude uh, and and i think that's how we should leave it yeah maybe god shows up and make a healing today or maybe maybe not we're going to pray for healing and then we're going to worship him afterwards no matter what i i think that's an ex but that's uh, that's an attitude that that leaves a lot of questions of course it's not a waterproof uh, mm. theology and it's it's uh, it's much more dangerous and difficult for us to to steward but i think it's much more true and honest than uh, all these waterproof ideas that we are, are trying yeah i totally agree uh and i, I think uh yeah having uh 
proper theology of, of healing as well is so needed. <laughs> I mean, yeah. kind of explaining things and, and giving this biblical uh, basis is so needed. Because uh, uh, I was recently speaking uh, with a girl that, you know, uh, also, uh, you know, really believes in healing, has experienced it and, and um, has been also diagnosed with some uh, yeah mental mental diagnosis. Uh, and and been, it's been really a, a huge struggle and, and really has sought God and, and you know, and uh, there was a case when uh, after one of the one of the gatherings I was part of, yeah, I really tried to uh, um, practice James five and just say, you know, mm-hmm. anybody after the gathering, I think it, even it was during Zoom, I said, you know, we will end. But anybody who wants to just remain, I would love to pray and anoint with oil over Zoom uh, and just pray uh, over the sick. And and yeah, she, and she stayed and she uh, she just wanted to receive another prayer. And it was so beautiful to see how. She said she found really peace and actually saying, okay, this is this is diagnosis. I'm not denying it, you know, mm-hmm. and she wanted to receive prayer for the situation. She's like, I see what it is. Uh, and it was really tough to live in uh, for a while to kind of deny that, that it's it's kind of connected in a, in an, uh, in a way with my identity or who am I or how I operate in my life. But then she found that there is this healthy uh, acceptance, uh, you know, mm. where you accept, okay, this is circumstances that I'm now facing uh, in my daily life and it affects some of my decision making and, and possibly have to take some medicine and, and these things, you know, you wrestle through these questions. And meanwhile, she's like, I don't want to give up faith uh, on God mm. healing me. You know, I want mm. to receive prayers. And when she shared it, I, I thought this is so needed examples. Uh, someone who, who says this is this is real, you know, mm. uh, sin affects our bodies, affects mm. our uh, emotions uh, in ways we don't want. And sometimes it's scary to admit him. And, you know, she said diagnosis, scary word. Uh, uh, and and she, uh, she had heard about this diagnosis and she's like, Will people see me differently? Because it's it, it you know it, it's so uh, weird to even say that about me. Mm. And meanwhile, she's like, I'm part of community where we pray for these things and we do not give up. We are next to each other. We carry when it's tough, but we want to pray. And she wants to be anointed. She wants to be mm. prayed over. And we did it via Zoom. And then we met in person. And she came to our place and and we prayed about it. And and I was just telling, it's like how beautiful that we uh, we know that Revelation says that one day we will be fully healed. Like mm. there is a uh, promise that you will be healed uh, to everybody mm. listening and, and to this girl as well. I said, you, there is promise you will be healed. So surely, you know, when you will meet Jesus face to face, there will be no sickness. And we are sure mm. about that. There will be no tears, no cancers, no um, depressions and these things. You know, it will be uh, pain free. Yeah. Up to that point, we live in this constant uh, constant uh, challenge that we have to accept the mystery uh, between yeah. o- over this side of the grave that moments where God God intervenes and that we experience the sudden healing and moments where we still wait you mm. know and we keep pushing and we keep praying and we keep praying uh, either God heals us or either as to Paul he says stop uh, in your weakness mm. I want to show my strength or you meet Jesus and you know uh, he will set you free then and and but God will heal. Eventually, God will heal you, and I think it's it anchors us in a different way when we have this eternal perspective. Uh, we know God's heart, and and yet we don't want to give up faith for praying. And I think that's the uh, often can be the challenge. You know, she said it can be challenging to accept it, and yet do not get your heart bitter and keep praying and let others pray for you. Because, you know, when you're in that kind of situation, it can be easy to say, okay, now I accept it, I give up, I don't need prayers anymore. 
And I think finding that uh, healthy way and, and as a culture in the church, uh, relationally, where people feel loved, they feel accepted with whatever they carry. Meanwhile, there's a culture to say, let's let's keep praying, you know, uh, let's mm. keep pushing for it. And I just yeah. found it to be uh, so encouraging to myself, just seeing her way of, of processing it. Uh, and I'm like, that's biblical. That's like help, mm. healthy. And, and, you know, God will bless that. So, yeah. And I, I just... Uh reminder about john wimber the 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 vineyard founder and and uh, um, yeah influence hugely influential about healing because uh, he he read in the bible and, and realized yeah this is something that we're called to and he started praying and praying nothing happened nothing happened nothing happened uh, but then he eventually he started to really really see and and pray for thousands of people and even dead people got raised uh, but now is the the interesting part of this that that he died he was quite young 67 i think uh and during his last two years his son died of cancer uh and he himself got um yeah got sickness and and died out of it uh and and you you so all these kind of when we try to have this waterproof system yeah he didn't have faith he didn't know how to do it etc etc of course he did he had all those and still his his kid died or mm. son kid maybe wrong but maybe in the 40s or something then his his son would have been um so here we see someone who's prayed for thousands of people but his own his son dies in cancer and he himself dies in in uh, in sicknesses um so i i think this is uh, this really uh, illustrates that the, we, we are not we are not stewards of of healing we are stewards of god's love and we are we are stewards of god's inviting power for healing but we, we are not we can't guarantee and we are not in control of it and and when we try to control it or try to uh, make this waterproof system about it we 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 end up with uh, yeah, we end up by hurting people, but also making some kind of disgrace of God's name because we are, we are uh, taking control of something that we are not supposed to take control over. So I think this is that's a good example and, and also some kind of release for us that okay, this is uh, it's a challenging road and it's a road with a lot of unknown uh, answers, but uh, that's the road that we're called to an honest road with a lot of unanswered un questions uh it's so good and uh just to uh, yeah john Wimber, such an example and i'm like thank you god that he chose to pursue uh right uh, just yeah. to follow the biblical precedent and say mm -hmm. that's in the scriptures i might not have all the answers i'm just going for it and how many people experience god's kingdom also yeah uh through signs and wonders and still there is this mystery that we uh it's so good to have i think it it hel helps us to be balanced in a very healthy way, right? To to see the wholeness, and and it humbles me, you know, so much when I think about it. It's like we need those examples, and I, th I think it it kind of just crashes the the idol of wanting to be, you know, explain everything, right? Which many of the like teachers have can have the tendency, and and I think uh, we mentioned about this. Um, 
uh, this side maybe which is more like pentecostal charismatic side there, there can be this uh, you know challenge of of wanting to say God, uh, you know there will be always signs and wonders and and healing always and and there can be that tendency and i think it's just good to also to mention that you know um to the other camp that, ma that maybe is totally reluctant maybe uh you know i know some of the, the pastors maybe from this side of the camp more like the uh, conservative uh angle uh that that uh, is more reluctant towards the holy spirit as moving you know sides where their questions arises and their systematic theology is maybe challenged a bit how you approach things uh, but i want to say that every challenge you will face is worth the journey uh, you know when you start to see first breakthroughs of God even though how many times you haven't experienced it will always outweigh the, the situations where you see God's power intervening you know you can I remember in the beginning pray for so many and nothing happening so I can relate to John Wimber in that sense mm. like the whole journey uh, was like you pray and you feel God's heart, nothing happens. You pray for, you feel God's heart, maybe even feel Holy Spirit, nothing happens. Mm. And, and, uh, and, but I felt like it, 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 my heart didn't got bitter by God's grace. You know, it's just like, no, it, it's, it's in the scriptures. I just, I'm learning. I want to love people where the need is. And eventually when, when the, you know, the first uh, thing is uh, taken down and you see like the first time uh, God moves his hand and the healing happens, mm. it outweighed all of the times when nothing happened and i was thankful mm. that i learned many things on this journey when nothing happened when i was free of the need for testimony when i was free i just was free to love the person where the person is and and i look back now and i'm so thankful because it's it by god's grace i can say it's not a challenge to actually pray for like person nothing happening anymore because it's like i believe god will heal eventually it's a question mm. when uh, i want to love the person well but even if it doesn't happen it's like as you say, the main thing is the person feels loved. I'm not awkward because it's not my identity anymore, you know, to have the story or the breakthrough. And 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 that sets people free. Uh, it, mm. I think it sets the culture to just go for it, yeah. pray for it, try it. Even if it doesn't happen, just know that you love the person. Nothing bad can happen, right? Mm. Uh, eventually, if you think just with your mind, nothing bad can happen. And I really want to challenge the pastors that maybe are on the more conservative flank or the leaders. Maybe you come from a church where these things are not talked about. Uh, I just want to encourage you, just read the scriptures, approach it simply and trust God in this. Uh, like really mm. trust that as you will step out, you know, uh, as it says in the scriptures, they just went out. They just talked about Jesus. They wanted to love people and God stretched his hand. You know, mm. he comes forth. He blesses when we make these steps of faith, even when we know, don't know. Uh, someone might have theological education, but you're like, I've never been to this. I, you know, I feel like a baby, uh, like a first class. <laughs> mm. uh, but but just go for it. Uh, it it's worth the journey. Uh, it, uh, there's so many people God wants to uh, show his kingdom to. And, and uh, so I just really yeah, feel God's heart to every leader listening. Uh, it's worth the risk. It's really worth the risk. Yeah. yeah. And um, to wrap up, I, I have um, a quote that uh, is really yes sum these things up and the, the quote is everything you long for are outside your comfort zone and and to, so here yeah what am i longing for yeah i'm longing for people getting healed and, and experience god's power in their life and that's definitely outside my comfort zone i can't play it safe to get there mm. 
Hallelujah. That's that's so good. Uh, so yeah, um, everyone listening, uh, thanks for joining in uh, this episode. Uh, yeah, uh, we can really encourage you to listen the whole uh, six episodes uh, as as one. For those that haven't listened, uh, uh, based on Romans sixteen, we just went through uh, different ways how we bring uh, the kingdom of God, and and uh, yeah, it's it's really important and it's a prayer to my own life. As we talked about, I just feel like more hunger rising. Uh, say yeah we don't want to stop and may mm. god help every one of us listening in any uh, leadership uh, uh, capacity uh, to see god for it to to uh, to have burning hearts to see more uh, yeah. and and be uh, challenged and intrigued by people that have walked the journey longer can definitely suggest reading John Wimber <laughs> yeah. and others, but but have those uh, good prototypes that really um, has uh, has walked the journey maybe for a longer while, um, left a good legacy, while holding, as Martin you mentioned, the the, the mystery aspect yeah, that we will not be able to explain everything, and that's fine. Uh, to find mm-hmm. uh, find peace, find uh, uh, even joy in that place of of letting God be God and us, uh, yeah, just uh, His messengers. So. Uh, yeah, with that being said, I'm like really thankful for this episode from my own life. I, I felt I needed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you, Marxis, and thank you all to listen today. Mm. And uh, next time we're going to focus on discipleship again. So welcome back then. Yeah, goodbye, everyone. Bye.